Father, we thank you for this opportunity we have. You are the one who has called us together. And we ask that you will bless our meeting together. Bless this session. Bless this teaching. And show us what you want us to learn. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. As we prepare for the next year, we want to ask ourselves a question. What are some important things we need to know? So I'm calling this topic solid foundations. Solid foundations. Solid foundations for next year. And I'm going to look at only one verse. I'm not sure how much time I have. How many? Okay, 50. Okay. So we would look at solid foundations in this time. And we'll focus on only one verse. Jude chapter 1 verse 20. Jude 1. Jude only has one chapter. Yes. Verse 20. But you, beloved... Building yourselves up on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Spirit. You, but you, beloved. Now, in English, it starts with the word but you. I don't know whether you have but in Arabic. Yes. In English, but Okay. So, I want to start with an introduction on the word but. Now, when you use the word but, it means there was something before that. So when you use but, it's like you were saying something, then now you say the opposite thing. For example, I am trying to lose weight. And I'm going to the gym. And I'm controlling my diet. 
وبحاول اظبط اكلي but I'm still adding weight alright so when you say you are doing something but something happens and actually I'm not adding weight I just use that as an example and so what is the but he's talking about here? It means we have to go to verse 19. So please go to verse 19. Alright, this is an introduction. I'm not yet talking on the topic. In verse 19, he's talking of some people. He says these are sensual people who cause divisions not having the spirit. Now, he says these are people. Well, who are these people? You go back to verse 16. He says, these are grumblers, complainers, and, 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 and. So, he's talking about some people who in the last days he says verse 17 he says you beloved remember the words which were spoken before by the apostles of our Lord Jesus they told you that there will be mockers in the last days who walk according to their lusts. So, before he continues in verse 20, he has given an introduction. And he says, but you... Okay, but you, beloved, but you, you, dear friends, you cannot be like that. As you enter 2023, Jesus is starting with the word, but you, you cannot be like this. You cannot be like people who walk in the flesh. You cannot be like people who have lustful desires. You cannot be like those who grumble and complain. You cannot be like those who cause division. You see, in the last days, these people 
will be amongst us. Even here, they are amongst us. Do you know why I say they are amongst us? Because they were among even the disciples of Jesus. Jesus picked 12. With all his spirituality, he picked 12. But among the 12, there were those who betrayed him. Among the 12, there were those who denied him. Among the 12, there were competition. Who is the better? Who is more important? Among the 12, there was struggling. And so, after 30 years in ministry, I have not seen any community that you don't have these people. But maybe this is a holy congregation and you are perfect. I don't know. But my experience is that everywhere you will have the grumblers. You will have the complainers. You will have those who are walking in the flesh and not in the spirit. You will find those who cause division in the team. Now, I'm not judging anyone here because I don't know anyone. But you know what? Even after resurrection, Jesus went back because he loved them and he called them back. And so before I enter the topic, I want to say in 2023, we cannot afford to be grumblers and complainers. In 2023, we cannot afford to be the one that causes division in the team. And when the devil comes to whisper, to whisper into your ear, to tell you, to do this or do that. Please rebuke the enemy. Hallelujah. Say no. You will not come through me. Can I tell you a secret? If he comes to Hanan and Hanan says no, you will not come through me. He will leave Hanan. He will come to Jeanette and try. If Jeanette doesn't work, he will go to Russia. You know, 
he's going to go around every one of you. You know my prayer. Everyone here will say no. Amen. Everyone will say no. You cannot get in. Please don't be the one. I keep on saying that Judas did not need to be the one that betrayed Jesus. Anybody could have betrayed Jesus. But you know, Judas accepted. Look, accepted the lie of the devil and he betrayed Jesus. Okay, Yahoza, you mean Yahoza Scariotti? Yes. Okay, like in Yahoza, Abel, the Shikaya, the Iblis, Ramahale, who can who will be Salam Rab. Do you know that if Judas has said no, like in Law Yahoza can Allah, maybe the devil will go to Andrew. Maybe he will go to Maybe he will go to Peter. Maybe he will go to Bartholomew. Can we agree together, everyone, that Satan will not find a way through you? Amen. Amen. He will not find a way through you. Amen. So, he's introducing verse 20. He says, but you. Alright? Don't be like these people. So, how? How? How do we not be like these people? What do we need to do? Two things. And that's what I'm talking on today. Two things. Two foundations. Two solid foundations. I don't want to talk about ministry. I want to talk about the life that will be victorious. Two things. He says, Beloved. Building yourselves up in the most holy faith. If you are writing this down, number one is build, build, build yourself. Amen. Build yourselves as a group, but first of all, build yourself as a person. More important than building as a group is building as a person. I speak as someone in ministry. It is possible to be very busy in ministry, but you are not building yourself. So many people 
are busy serving the Lord but they are not building themselves. And the first fruit of a spiritual life is not the souls that are saved but a life that is building. The first the first fruit Fruits, okay. is not souls that get saved. The first fruit is that you are building yourself. You know, I have gone to a number of conferences here in Egypt. And uh, I, I stay in those conferences with other pastors and leaders. And you know, I see people, they stay awake till 1 a.m. And people are talking. People are drinking tea. People are laughing. 1 a.m., 2 a.m. So, I say, okay. Then in the morning, 7 a.m. Everywhere is quiet. 8 a.m. 9 a.m. People are just waking up. They wake up in time for the breakfast. And then they just brush their teeth and go for breakfast and go for the conference. So I ask myself, when will they have time to read their Bible? When? When will they have time for personal prayer? So in the first conference, I thought it was maybe just a mistake. So I went for another conference. And I found the same thing. So I realized that it seems many people are not waking up early to build themselves. And I said to myself, if we don't wake up to build ourselves, when do we build ourselves? Now, now I, I believe everybody here is different. We are the same, Tamar. You know, I said to myself, I have to go to bed at 10 or 11 latest. Because I want to be awake at 4.30. 
I want to be awake at five. So that I have two hours or three hours before other people start waking up. I see Jesus waking up very early in the morning. And I said to myself, we want to be like Jesus. If Jesus, who is God, and still needed to build early in the morning, we also need to do this. Now, the disciples would sleep. Jesus would be awake. You know what? And when they bring people to the disciples, people bring someone to the disciples to cast out a spirit, but the disciples cannot do it. But Jesus comes and he casts out the spirit. Why? Jesus had time with the Father. The disciples did not have time with the Father. So do we want to succeed? In 2023, do we want to make real impact? In 2023, do we want to see God do amazing things? We must build. Amen. Amen. We must build. Please, I want you to write some of these things down. It's very important. Because I want to mention seven things that are important in building. And that's why I'm recording this because you can get the audio but still write. Seven things that are important in building. Number one. Building is hard work. You see, like to build this building, it takes a lot of hard work. If we want to build ourselves, it will take hard work. It says, build yourself in your faith. So if you want to build your faith, it's work. Nobody builds faith without work. You know, I look at our other brothers. They wake up at 4.30 or 5 and they go and pray. 
ما ببص لاخواتنا اللي حوالينا وهم بيصحوا الساعه 4 الصبح او 5 علشان يقوموا يصلوا is it easy هل ده سهل it's not easy ده مش حاجه سهله it's hard دي حاجه صعبه it's hard to build anything هو حاجه صعبه انك تبني اي حاجه faith is also a work that is hard to build الايمان كمان حاجه محتاجه شغل علشان تتبني number 2 رقم 2 building is tiresome makes it something that makes you tired البناء كمان حاجه بتخلينا متعبين او مرهقين that's connected to hard work ده ليه علاقه بالشغل الشديد او الجامد honestly Sometimes I'm trying to study and pray. I feel tired. To be honest, it's not easy. It makes you tired. But if you are not ready to be tired, you cannot build. So people that like their body you know they would eat and drink tea and sleep they don't want to be tired you know we're having a prayer meeting i called people for a prayer meeting and we came together to pray the first thing they asked me is mafisha <laughs> here I said, we are here to pray. I said, no, So I said, listen, let's leave tea. Let us be tired. Let us work. Let us pray. We can drink tea afterwards. Building requires energy number three building is in stages that's number three if we are going to build our faith we must re- know that it's stage to stage to stage so if i am at the same stage in my faith after one year then something is wrong for example maybe we have a spiritual weakness for example, somebody gets angry very quickly. But as you are building, after one year, you cannot be at the same stage. But you know what? Many Christians are at the same stage for years. And we, we say God loves us. And God accepts us. So we remain on the same stage. But for those who build their faith, 
They want to move. Like if you see someone building this house, after one year, if it's still at the same place, all, all the neighbors will ask why. Right? Why? Why are you at the same level? Husbands. Your wife is watching you. If after one year, two years, three years, they still see you as the same person, Something is wrong. Wives, your husband is watching you. After years, there has to be difference. The greatest testimony I want is that someone would say, one of uh, my daughters sent me a message yesterday. She said someone posted something on Instagram. Or uh, WhatsApp status, I'm not sure what. And the person wrote, two people that have changed my life this year. And he put two pictures. And my daughter sent me screenshot. One of the picture was T.D. Jakes. You know Pastor T.D. Jakes in the U.S.? And the second picture was me. And I don't know this person. I don't even know him. But he follows my teachings. My teachings online. When you build yourselves, you don't even know you are influencing people. Your, your wife your sister, your brother, your neighbor. May we build and grow from stage to stage. Amen. Number four. Building requires skill. You see, to get the correct angles of the building requires skill. If we are going to make impact, we need the skill on how to build our faith. And we need to learn together how to do this. You'll be surprised some people are struggling. How do I build my faith? But it takes skill. 
And we need to learn together how to do this. Number five. Building requires many people. So you can't build alone. That's why it's important. He says, build yourselves. So, who is building in your life? Who is investing spiritually into your life? Who is your spiritual mentor? Who is teaching you? Who is encouraging you? Who is the person you can open your life to and you know they can pray for you? One of the errors is when we say, I can build myself alone. Mm -mm. You need people to build with you. Amen. Number what now? Six. Number six, building requires different input. Like you need cement and sand and water. So it needs many people but many things also. So what are the different things that are coming into your life? What are the different things that are helping you build? Do you listen to worship music? Are you reading a book? Do you listen to messages? Please, can I tell you something? Everyone who wants to build you must always be reading a spiritual book. Did you hear me? Did you hear me? Everybody needs to be reading a book always. Now, I was going to ask you to raise your hand if you are reading a book, but I will not ask you. Do you know that you can work in a bookshop and you're not reading any book? Maybe you're working, ministering. Okay, you know that? It's like someone who is on the sea, surrounded by water, but he's dying of thirst. So please, we need different input into our lives. Uh, Next is, we must, building takes time. Number seven. Takes time? Yeah, it takes a lot of time to build. Building takes time. 
Listen, don't expect something to happen overnight. How many of you know that building takes time? It takes a lot of time. I want to encourage you. If we are going to make the difference we want to make, invest the time. إذا أنا محتاج أكون حد مختلف لازم يكون عندي وقت أنا بستثمر فيه. It's like growing a child. It's like بالضبط زي النمو الطفل. It takes time. بياخد وقت. You eat, you feed the child. أنت بتطعم الطفل. You take care of the child. بتاخد بالك منه وتعتني فيه. And the child is growing. والطفل بيكبر يوم بعد ثاني. But it takes time. بياخد وقت. Many Christians are not willing to give it time. You want to go for a meeting? Somebody pray for you? And you want it to be finished? It takes time. It takes time. Reading. Praying. Studying. Spending time quiet with God. You see, some people they think I am not social. But I am. But I know when to leave people. I know when to close my phone. I know when not to reply WhatsApp. Do you know sometimes this thing? has become a demon, this telephone. Because it is always controlling us. You see, someone cannot spend 10 minutes with Jesus, but they can spend two hours on their phone. Hey! Even now, some people are checking Facebook. God can be here and people are replying WhatsApp messages. We wake up in the morning, the first thing we do is our phone. And Jesus says, when will you build? I want to be with you. I want to help you. I want to strengthen you. So you can bear more fruits. But the phone says no. Come to me first. Come to me. May we say no. How many of us will say no? Jesus first. Amen. Build in the most holy faith. So that's point number one. Foundation number one. Foundation number two. It says praying in the Holy Spirit. Praying in the Holy Spirit. Now, some people interpret this to mean speaking in tongues. 
And so they say, praying in the Holy Spirit only means speaking in tongues. But when you go and look at other translations, it says praying in the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen. So praying in the Holy Spirit is praying in the power of the Holy Spirit. Foundation number two, if we are going to make impact, we must be people who pray in the power of the Holy Spirit. Would love to do some trainings with you on how to do this. But I want to mention again seven things that this means. Number one. Praying in the Holy Spirit means praying with power. Some people pray, but there's no power. Why pray if there's no power? We want to ask the Lord, help us pray but help us pray with power. Number two, pray and expect results. Some people pray, but you don't have results. But they don't expect results. I, I remember somebody who was sick and asked me to pray for her. I was a new believer. I prayed for her. I didn't expect any results. The next day she came and said, I am healed! I am healed! I was shocked. I said, are you sure? Maybe you were not sick yet. Maybe you were not really sick. She said, no. I was very sick. And I came to you. And you prayed. And I was healed. Then it then I started believing. Prayer works. Do you know there are people who pray, they don't expect change. You know, prayer can become a religious duty. I believe that when I pray in the name of Jesus, there is authority with God that brings change. Oh, you people don't believe. Do you believe? I think some people don't believe. I know someone I trust 
I trust this person. He told me the story. A woman came to him. And she said, please pray for me. And he asked, what is the issue? What's the problem? She said, I am married how many years? I don't have a child. And he wanted to pray for her. That he wanted to. But the spirit stopped him. God said, ask her more questions. And the Lord said, there's something you are not saying. She was crying. She said, no, just pray, just pray. He said, no, the Lord says there's something you need to tell me. And she was crying. And she said, many years ago, before I married, before I knew Jesus, I got pregnant. And it was a shameful thing. And somebody told me to abort. And I went for abortion. But the abortion was done very badly. They didn't do it well. And it destroyed her womb. So they had to remove the womb. She was a young girl, she made a mistake, but they removed the womb. Now she married. She doesn't have a womb. So, the pastor said, so what do you want me to pray for? You don't have a womb. What do you want? She said, I believe God. I believe God. If I'm that pastor, I will not pray. <laughs> because I, I, I don't have that kind of faith. <laughs> but he prayed for her. Sorry, this is something I heard myself, not somebody told me any. This is direct. Okay. He prayed for her. He says, God, you are the one who creates the body. God, give her a child. He said one year after. He was in another church doing a meeting and a woman was in the crowd shouting shouting with a baby. Later, she came and said, this is your baby. He said, which baby? I don't understand. What do you mean? <laughs> she said, you prayed for me one year ago. 
Do you remember the woman who has no womb? He said, yes. He said, this is the baby. Can I ask you a question? Do you believe Jesus can do that? Medically, it doesn't make sense. But that's why we have God. When Jesus was here, he did things that did not make sense. I know a dead person that was prayed for and he woke up from the dead. Egypt, we need to see this kind of things here. Well, you know, some people don't believe anymore. They say, you know, God doesn't do miracles anymore. Can you imagine you go to a village and somebody is dead? And you pray. And the person rises. Please, can you imagine what will happen in that village? <laughs> can you imagine? Pray and have expectation. Amen. Number three. Praying in the Holy Spirit means praying with persistence. That means if you pray today, nothing happens, pray tomorrow. The Holy Spirit is the one that helps us continue in prayer. Do you remember the story of the widow who kept coming again and again and again? Some people, when they pray one day, one week, and they don't get the result, they say, it is not the will of God. Listen. The power of the Holy Spirit keeps us persistent. Except the Lord tells you stop. If not, be persistent. My friend, they were asking the Lord for a child. And they're getting old. And my friend said, he stopped believing. But his wife, she kept praying. She kept believing. Sometimes when she's praying, 
My friend says he will say in his mind, oh, woman, خلاص. كبرنا, خلاص. Why are you still praying this way? But she's still saying, God, you can give me a She was 51 years when she gave birth to Do you believe? But she didn't stop. Some people give up very quickly. But the power of the Holy Spirit keeps you praying. Number four. Pray by the leading of the Holy Spirit. Because the Holy Spirit will tell you what to pray. You know, sometimes I'm praying for something and the Lord tells me, leave that, pray for this. I was going, I think, from Sudan to South Sudan and the plane entered a storm. I thought I was going to die. You know, if you are in a plane that is looking like it will crash, you will, you will confess all your sins again. People are screaming, people are crying in the place. You see, it's then you know that people believe in Jesus. Even those that don't believe, that day they started believing. Everyone is crying, Jesus, Jesus! plane is going like this. You know, when you see the air hostess, when you see fear in their eyes, you know there's a problem. Do you know at the same time, my wife in Khartoum, the Lord told her, get up now and pray. When we landed finally in Juba, and I spoke with my wife, she said, where were you at this time? And I told her, she said, the Lord told me, your husband is in danger. Pray now. <laughs> Women, pray for your husbands. I believe women are prayer warriors more than men. I tell people that I am standing today because I have a prayer warrior behind me. But you know, if your wife is not praying for you, my brothers, you are in trouble. 
If you want to succeed, make sure your wife is happy and she's praying for you. Because if your wife is angry with you, she will be complaining to God about you. Russia will be saying, God, I'm not happy with John. John, you're in trouble if, if Russia is saying that. <laughs> but if Russia is happy and she's praying for you, then you have victory. Men, give your wife chocolates. Give them ice cream. Anything they want. Let them pray for you. Now, you see, the women are happy, but the men are not happy. Now. Listen to me. And I submit why he get I eat ice cream. Suddenly. Let the Holy Spirit lead you to pray. You may be here and there's a brother in a place in Fayum. He's having a difficulty. And God wake you up and say, pray for him now. Somebody was about to commit suicide. Somebody. And a brother picked up the phone and called him. A brother, a brother, somebody, a brother. Called him on the phone. And said, where are you? He says, I am at home. He says, the Lord said I should tell you. That God loves you. God knows your situation. And he just started encouraging him. And this brother is crying. You see, the Lord moved this brother to call another brother praying in the Holy Spirit means praying by the leading of the Holy Spirit. Number five, I think. You see, Praying in the spirit means praying for a longer time. When the Lord is leading you, you may find you are praying from one topic to the next topic to the next topic. Before you know what's happening, one hour you are praying. When you see people that pray for five minutes, they are not praying in the power of the Holy Spirit. Do you understand me? If you are praying in the power of the Holy Spirit, you will spend time in prayer. And then praying in the Holy Spirit is praying with focus. And I want to close at this point.
that if we pray by the Holy Spirit, God will help us to keep focus in prayer. How many of you, when you are praying, your mind is going to so many things? You start to think, I need to do this. I need to do that. See, that's the devil. When you are praying in the power of the Holy Spirit, he gives you power to focus so you are not scattered sometimes I keep a paper next to me when I'm praying if something comes to me I write it down and I continue praying you understand? I don't stand up to go. I just write it down. Maybe it's the Lord who is reminding me. I write it down. Let me conclude by saying this. As we go to 2023, two things are important. If we want to make impact, two things are important. If you want to be fruitful, two things are important. If you want to have joy, two things are important. If you want victory over Satan, two things are important. Number one, build yourself. Amen. Build yourself. Please don't focus on ministry first. Build yourself. Ministry will happen. But build yourself. Spend time. Amen. Second thing, pray in the power of the Holy Spirit. Can you rise up, please? My time is gone, but I ask for two, three minutes. I want to pray with my sister Janet. Please find someone next to you. Uh, don't pray with your husband or your wife. Pray with somebody else. And I want you to pray for that person. Say, Lord, give him or her two foundations. Pray, God, help my sister, help my brother to have these two foundations. In 2023, let us pray for two, three minutes. All of us together, just lift your voice.